In this episode, we're going to look at how to navigate the iOS. I'll show you how to do it and have a discussion of the concepts along the way. In this activity, we'll practice the skills necessary for navigating the Cisco iOS, such as different user modes, various configuration modes, and common commands used on a regular basis. We'll also look at practicing accessing the context-sensitive help by configuring the clock command. We'll be discussing establishing basic connections, accessing the CLI, and exploring the help and the exec modes. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Navigating the iOS, getting around in the Cisco operating system. Here are our objectives, basic connections, exploring exec mode, and then we're gonna set the clock, actually do a command there. Gives you a scenario, once again, moving around, getting a little bit familiar with the Cisco operating system. We get started here, part one, step one, connect PC one to switch one using the console connection. Once again, that console connection is the blue cable goes into the RS-232 serial port on your computer. You may have to go through a USB converter to do that, but it's a serial connection. It's outside of your network. It is an out of band connection. So first step is to come down here underneath this lightning bolt in the bottom left corner of your packet tracer window. You go ahead and click on the connections. That's that red lightning bolt. Then you can mouse over them to see what the different type of connections are. What we're looking for is the console connection. That's that blue curved line. I'm gonna go ahead and click on it. Now notice when I move my cursor up, it changes into console connection. What we wanna do is we wanna click on PC1. Where do we wanna plug it in? So these are all the ports that are available on PC1. We wanna connect it into the RS-232 slot. When I do, we can see that we have this blue cable going around. And then you get to click on what device do I want to connect it into. I want to connect it onto serial one, console connection. There we go. We have our console connection. It's complete. On to step two, click PC one, then select the desktop. So I'm going to go down here, left click on PC one. I'm going to slide my window over a little bit so I can see my instructions. And then I'm going to click on this desktop tab up here on the top. Click the terminal application. So we have a terminal emulator here built into Packet Tracer. I'm going to go ahead and click on that. Here is our settings. This is the port configuration. We're going to make sure that our settings correct. Now, to configure a Cisco device using a console connection, these are the settings we want. We want 9600 bits per second, eight data bits. We want the parity of none, stop bits of one, and no flow control. Now, are you gonna have to memorize these? If you're gonna take the certification exam, the actual CCNA, you may have to know those numbers off the top of your head. You may have to put that to memory. But most terminal emulation programs, they will default to those settings. So you can take this, we can go ahead and click okay. Um, question over here is what is the setting for the bits per second? 9,600 is what our settings at. Go ahead and click okay screen that appears may have several messages somewhere on there should be pressed to enter to get started right there at the end it says press to enter to get started so i'm going to go ahead and do that now it we're into the machine 
Notice did not ask for a password at this point in time. It gives us a prompt, S1, and then the greater than sign. So the name of our device is S1, and it gives us the greater than sign. The greater than sign, once again, represents we are in user executive mode, right there. Step three, iOS can provide help. And so we're gonna look at the help commands here. Wants me to put a question mark in there. Question mark here will tell me what commands are available. I put that in there, I hit enter. These are all the commands that are available right here, right now, where my question mark is at. Now, if we wanna filter it down a little bit more, we can start typing in some letters. So the question reads, put in a T, then type the question mark. Come down here, put in a T, and then a question mark. It's going to list all the commands that start with the letter T. If we notice up here above, it, we had three commands here that started with a T, but it listed everybody because we didn't do that. Now that we went down here and put the T with the question mark, it gave us our three commands that started with a T. Another thing to enter notices, it put in, it retyped everything before that question mark. So you don't have to go in and retype that again. So at this point in time, the lab says type at the prompt, type TE, then the question mark. Once again, remember it put in everything before the question mark. All we have to do at this point in time is put a T and then an E and notice it narrowing it down. Now it only gives you the commands, there's two of them, it only gives you the commands that are starting with a TE. But I answer the question, which commands are displayed? Tell them that in terminal. The question before it was telnet terminal and trace route. Part two, step one, at the command prompt, put in a question mark. I'm gonna hit the backspace, hit enter a couple times, give me a clear line, but it tells me put a question mark in there. Now, once again, it's gonna list out all commands that I can put in there that matches anything before the question mark, seeing as there was nothing there, gives me all the commands. Question wants to know what information is displayed for enable. Coming over here, we go down, we find the enable, and it says turn on privileged commands. That's what we're looking, that, that, that's what's gonna happen if we type in enable. Say, say turn, turn on Turn on privileged commands. Okay. Type EN and press the tab key. You're gonna type EN. If we look at all the commands that were available, only one starts with EN. Now, this is where tab completion comes in. If it only matches one thing, what you've typed in there and you hit the tab, it's going to complete the command for you. So I typed in EN, now I'm gonna hit the tab key. That's all I'm gonna do and notice it completed that command for us right there. Now what's displayed after the tab key? Enable, so we typed out that. This is called command completion or tab completion. What would happen if you typed TE and then the tab at the prompt? I'm gonna hit backspace. I'm gonna type TE. Now what do you think is gonna happen? If we look over here, we actually have two commands again that start with TE at the beginning. 
So what's going to happen when I type TE and then hit tab? It's going, it, it's basically confused. It doesn't know which one you want. So it's not going to complete anything at this point in time. So what happened when we type TE? It did not complete the command. Now, let's say I wanted to type terminal here. I would type in one more letter. Now there's only one term there that starts with T-E-R. If I hit tab, it'll type it out. Okay. So I'll backspace that, hit enter a couple more times. Down to question C. Enter the enable command and press enter. So I'm gonna type in enable. How does the prompt change? What we're looking at is right here. We went from the greater than sign to the pound sign. The hashtag, the octothorpe, or my personal favorite, it's the waffle sign. So we changed that. The, the prompt changed, but what does that signify here? Uh, I'll say prompt changed. Okay, question D. When prompted, type in the question mark. I did the question mark here. We have the question mark listed. List out all the commands there. More signifies there's more commands that are available. One command starts with C in user exec mode. So back before we typed enable, back when we had the command prompt of the greater than side, there was only one command that started with the C at that point in time. Now, when we're in privileged exec mode, we put in a question mark, how many com commands are starting with the letter C? Well, we can go back here. We have clear, we have clock, we have configure, we have connect and copy. There are five commands here that start with them. And like I said, we have clear, clock, configure, connect, and copy. Those are the five commands that start with the C. So good job. We're gonna finish out this show command. I'm gonna hit a couple more enters to get us to a clear line. Now we're down to step two. Go ahead in here. One of the commands starting with the C is configure. Either type in the full command or enough commands to make it unique. Press the tab key to issue the command and press enter. So I'm going to go in and type C-O-N-F and then I'm going to hit tab. And notice it, it finished it out. That's that tab completion again. And then it says press enter. What's the message that's displayed? Well, the message that's displayed down here is it's asking you for do you want to configure from terminal, from memory, or from the network? So you have the choice there. And then notice here, we have square brackets and the word terminal in there. What that means is if you want to take what the default answer is, the default answer here, all you have to do at this point in time is hit enter. So the message that was displayed, configure, ing from terminal 
Oh, memory or network. And then terminal is in square brackets. So we want to take the default. So all we have to do is press enter here. And notice our command prompt changed. We went from privilege exec mode into global configuration mode. So now it says config, which is global configuration mode. Step 2B, oh, global configuration mode. Now return to privilege exec mode. And we have three ways of doing that. You can type N, you can type exit, or there's a keyboard shortcut of control Z. You can do either one. I typically always use exit, so I'm just gonna type in exit, returns me back, notice the prompt changes. Also notice it says, okay, you, you left global configuration mode. Configuration was from the console by the console, meaning somebody at the console, we're in this terminal emulation mode here. We configured it. So we get that pop-up message and I just hit enter a couple more times to get clear lines there. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Okay. Now we're going to go down and do part three here. It's, it's to set a clock. It's to actually use a command, see what some of the errors are that we're, we're, we're going to be given. Now they want us to type in the show command. So we're going to show some type of information and we want to show information about our clock. It, it tells us what the current time is, what the current time is on our switch, current time on switch. So it gives us that information. Now we're going to use the context sensitive help because we, we want you to be a little bit familiar with it so we can learn how to do this stuff later on. You want me to type the word clock and then hit enter right away. And notice it says we have an incomplete command. And that percent sign, that means it's a system message and it's telling us it's an incomplete command. Well, to find out what comes after the clock, I'm gonna use a shortcut, I'm gonna hit the up arrow once. So I'm gonna hit the up arrow once, it puts it in there, I don't have to retype it. Now this was a short command, I don't know what's quicker if I had to retype it or find the up arrow, but if it's a long command and you're 50, 100 characters into it, that up arrow is your friend at that point in time. So I'm gonna have the word clock, put a space and a question mark, and then notice it's looking for the word set. So that's telling us what command is being used or what, what option it's looking for. So it's the set command. Now we want to find out a little bit more about that. Notice we don't have to type it in again. Anything before the question mark is re-entered there for you. So I'm going to put a space and a question mark and now it's saying it wants the current time. Current time in this format. Two numbers, colon, two numbers, colon, two numbers, hours, minutes, seconds. Hours, minutes, seconds. 
what we're looking for. And so what would what have been displayed if you didn't put the question mark in there? Well, if we do that, once again, it's saying incomplete command. Because it, you need to put something in there. You need to put those hours in there. What time is it now? At that point in time. Okay, hit enter to get some more clear lines there. Step E, based upon the information requested, they want they want a time. So we want to enter a time of 3 p.m. in a 24-hour military time format. So 3 p.m. is equal to 1,500 for military time. The command we're going to enter here is click, clock set 1,500 and then putting in a question mark. Clock set 1500 hours, minutes, seconds, and then a question mark. It's looking for days or months of the year. Day of the month or month of the year. Okay, step F, attempt to set the date to January 31st, 2035, using the format requested. Down here, they're looking for either the day of the month or the month of the year. And notice, day of the month is a number zero through 31. Month of the year has capital M, capital O-N-T-H. So they're actually looking for the word of the month. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna come down here and I'm gonna say the day of the year. The day of the year, or sorry, day of the month is the 31st. Remember what they're looking for. I'm gonna put a space and then a question mark. Month of the year. Three character abbreviation works fine. I'm gonna put a space and then it's asking for the year, 2035. And yes, they do expect these to be out of service or at least have your software updated by 2035. So you do have a couple couple years to make sure that your software is updated. So I'm going to go ahead, hit enter. Now, in the Cisco world, no news is good news. What do I mean by that? If they didn't tell you you did something wrong, then you did it right. So no news is good news. I didn't get any feedback here on my command prompt, on my command line here. And so it, it happened good. They want us to do the show clock command and verify our information is correct. Show space clock. And notice our time. We have 1500.053, so I did it 53 seconds ago. We have UTC, that's what time zone it is, that's the universal time constant there. And then the date, January 31st, 2035. There we go. We have it set correctly. Now, if you had problems, you can go ahead and, and try it one more time. But that's exactly what we came up with. Hit enter, fill out some lines, get us there. Okay, on to step two, we're gonna look, explore a little bit more about the operating system, get you a little bit more familiar with it, um, show you some things that are happening. So here, we are in the hashtag pound sign, which is what mode? Privilege exact mode, excellent. 
and they want us to type in the CL and then hit the tab command. When we hit the tab command, notice nothing shows up. I'm gonna hit enter, it says ambiguous command, hit the tab command, and nothing is coming up. So, so what was the deal here? We put a question mark in there, it'll tell us. There's multiple things matching that at that point in time. So if I would go and type in CLO and then hit tab, that'd be the same as typing clock because the two, two, two commands that match CL were clear and clock. But as soon as I went three characters deep, it only matched clock. So that's what we did when we did tab completion here. Type in clock, now they want us to hit enter. What happened? Oh no, it's an incomplete command. Now, if we remember from what we just did a couple minutes ago, we have to specify times and dates and all that kind of stuff. So, so right here, it was an incomplete command for us. Now they want us to type in clock set 2500. You can use the up arrow. Once again, typing the word clock or using the up arrow, kind of the same trade-off. I'm going to use the up arrow, get the word clock in there. We're going to go set and then 2500 colon and try to set that as our as our time what is that saying oh geez saying invalid input now what does invalid input mean something is not right that it, it the, what you tried to enter in that option is invalid it, it's not correct what we could do is come back over here, up arrow to the command, and go back to where that carrot was and put a question mark in there. Current time. Well, what they what they had us do is put 2500 or yeah 25 in for our current time military UTC time constant. But remember, on a clock, it goes from zero to 23 hours. The day is only 24 hours long. It's not 25 hours long. So 25 is out of the parameter. So that's where it was getting the incorrect value from. Now they would like to have us put clock set 1500 in there. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use the up and down arrows until I find that clock set 2500, left arrow over, backspace, put a one in there. And you can hit enter anywhere, but I, I have to add the 32 on the end, space 32. We hit enter, invalid input. Now, why was it invalid input? Well, what I would do is up arrow, delete everything until that little, get over to that little carrot sign, and then put a question mark in there. And then, to set the date, you also or set the time, you also need to set the date with it. And that's what I was looking for. And, and that completes uh, episode one, Packet Tracer Lab 2.3.7. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. 
these episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.